0: What's up, mortals? This is Awesome Myths and Monsters, here to learn you a thing or two. In this episode, I'll be ta- telling a story from Celtic mythology about the Kalyak and three McCarran sisters, Calibreed, Caliphany, and Calivora. Now, I'm not sure if I'm not pr- pronouncing these names right or not, because it's all old Irish and all the lo- fucking letters are silent. So, Legends of the Kayak different from story to story. Sometimes she's an old witch with a little magic. Sometimes she's a powerful deity and queen of winter. She splits the ruling year with the goddess Bridget. Kayak holds power during the winter months from Halloween or Samhain to Beltane or May 1st. She tries to fight off the spring, which I assume involves kicking over flowers and stomping animals from banging. Sometimes Kayak is associated with the storm hags of Scotland, which bring about storms. My favorite is when she's associated with the harvest. Farmers would harvest their grain and make a corn dolly out of the last sheaf sheaf of corn. They would then toss the thing into a neighbor's farm who hadn't finished their harvest yet. The bottom line is that whoever finished last would be stuck with the corn dolly and have to care for it until the spring. But The corn dolly represented the kayak, so whoever finished last would have an old hag couch surfing with them for the entire winter. In every version, she's an angry old woman who deals with evil forces because that back then all old women were considered evil because sexism and apparently grandmas weren't invented yet. This story starts with the three sisters who live with their mother. Their father had passed away years ago, but left the family with a bag of gold, which is what they used to live on. One day, an old woman comes knocking at their door. She seems all hungry and pathetic. The mother mother takes pity on her and invites her inside for a meal. Surprise, bitch, it's the kalyak. And instead of staying for dinner, she steals the family's gold and runs off. Without the gold, the family will go hungry. Some time passes, and eventually the oldest sister, Calibreed, decides to set out into the world to find her fortune. She tells the family that if she doesn't return within the year, to just assume that she made it big. Which is like the shittiest thing that she could say. Like, oh, if I'm doing well, just assume that I'm too good to speak to you poor people anymore. But if I fail, I still expect a bed and food to come back to. The mother bakes her daughter a oatcake. She asks for a single piece of it from her daughter in exchange for a blessing of good fortune. Calibreed decides that food is more valuable than empty words, so she refuses her mother. Still a pretty shitty thing to do. Like, you're all starving. Have some goddamn compassion for your own family. Calibreed goes on her journey and comes upon a cottage. The old woman who owns the, owns the home offers Calibreed a job as her maid, which is not the position you want if you are in it to make a fortune. Calibreed accepts, and the old woman tells her, clean everything in the house except the fireplace. Stay away from there. It's not special, and I don't have anything hidden up there or anything. Weirdly, Calibreed was not convinced by the wildly believable story about nothing special being in the fireplace. So one day, the old woman is out, she takes a peek, and she sees what's in there. Lo and behold, she finds her family's bag of gold. The old woman is the kayak. Calibreed steals the bag of gold and flees, heading back in the direction of her home. While running down the road, Calibreed comes across a horse who asks her to rub him down. What kind of fucking creep horse is this? He's catcalling a young woman running down the road. Like, hey baby, how about you come rub me down? You know I'm hung like a me. Calabrid refuses. She's running from a witch after all and keeps going. Then she comes across a sheep who asks her for a shear. Again, she says no and keeps going. Then it's a goat who asks if she can change his tether. She's like, what the fuck are all these animals, all these talking animals coming from? No, Jesus, I gotta go. Why is there no one taking care of any of you? Well, her next stop definitely isn't an animal, because she passes a kiln that asks her to clean it. We've moved past talking animals. Gl- Calibrate is like, fuck off, you glorified oven, and just keeps going. Next, a cow asks her to milk her, which she refuses, and finally, a windmill asks her to turn it. Now, I'm not a windmill scientist. I thought they were turned by the wind. She's just supposed to blow real hard. She denies the windmill, but still thinks that would be a pleasant place to take a nap. So telling the Widmo to go fuck itself, she walks inside and lays down on some straw. She's like, what are you even going to do? You're just a stupid building. The kayak finally comes home to find her gold missing from her super secret and not at all suspicious hiding spot. She can't understand how calibrid figured it out. But off she goes chasing after her. Because she has to go get the gold, she stole fair and square. She follows the same path and comes across the same group of talking animals and inanimate objects. And Kayak asks each of them if they saw a young woman running by. And they all snitch. They tell her exactly where the random stranger who wouldn't help them with their stupid tasks went. Eventually the witch comes upon the windmill and asks if it has seen anyone coming by. The woman tells her, the windmill tells her that not only did a girl come by, but she also had the audacity to come and sleep inside the mill. The Kayak goes into the mill and finds Calibreed passed out on the hay. She pokes her with her, t- with her stick. But it's a magic stick. So Calibra turns to stone. The witch takes back the gold and returns to her home. A year and a day later, Caliphany, the second daughter, decides to leave and find her fortune. After all, the older sister had been gone for a year and not returned, so she obviously made her money instead of getting turned to stone. And she didn't return home to help her starving family because she's so Hollywood now. I'm not sure how the family survived a full year without their gold, but whatever, that's not important. Before she leaves, the mother bakes her daughter an oat cake, just like the older daughter, and asks her for a piece in exchange for a blessing. And just like the older daughter, Cliffany is like, fuck you. Cliffany ventures out into the world, and also comes upon a cottage owned by an old woman. She's offered a job as a maid in the house. I hope this sounds familiar, because I just said it like two minutes ago. Pay attention, the same deal applies. I'll pay you to clean my house, but under no circumstance must you clean the chimney. It is, after all, a totally normal chimney with absolutely nothing special or interesting about it and something definitely not hidden up there. So stay away from it. Caliphany is cleaning one day and is like, hmm, I wonder what the big deal with the chimney is. So she looks inside and finds her family's bag of gold. She takes the gold while the kayak is out and runs off down the road. Now, who does this daughter run into? But The same group of things that could talk that definitely shouldn't be able to talk. Horse, sheep, goat, kiln, cow, and windmill. Apparently, there's only one fucking road in the county. All the things along the road were asking for favors that Caliphany readily refused. She also approaches the windmill with the audacity to not help the windmill, but decides to take a nap inside of it in any way. What a toxic relationship. She apparently completely misses the stone statue of her sister lying in the hay, and just takes a nap lying next to it, also in the hay. The witch gets home and finds her unbelievably well-hidden gold missing from inside the chimney. She takes off to find the new culprit, she runs into the horse, sheep, goat, kiln, and cow who all points her down the road until she comes again to the windmill. The windmill again tells her the, wit- tells the witch that it's got some dumb girl who won't even turn it sleeping inside. The kayak wanders in and turns Caliphany to stone with her magic staff. She then steals the bag of gold for the third time and returns home to hide it in the exact same spot that it was found in twice already. She has not learned her lesson. Why should she? She's a witch that can turn people to stone with her staff. What lessons do you need when you can do that? Finally, another year and a day pass, and it is Calivora's turn to leave her starving mother in search of her own good fortune. Again, the mother bakes an oat cake for a departing daughter and asks for a small piece in return for a blessing. This time, Calivora accepts, giving a piece of the cake to her mother. Then she sets out into the world on the only fucking road in the entire county. I know it's the only road, because what does Calivora come across? But a house owned by a little old woman looking to hire someone to be her maid. So of course Calivara accepts the job. That's where the story is going. But the job comes with one condition. Under no circumstance is Calivara supposed to clean the very normal and not at all suspicious and definitely not hiding, hiding a bag of stolen gold chimney. Don't go near the fucking chimney. It's the only rule. There's one rule. Don't break it. Stay away from my chimney. So again, while the kayak is out and about maybe stealing shit from other starving families, Kalivor gets curious about the chimney. She checks inside and finds her family's gold. It must have been a fat sack of gold to last so many years. So she takes the bag and runs off, back to the only fucking road in town. She gets stopped by a horse who asks her to rub him down, and she does. Kalivor says yes to all of the tasks as she's fleeing from a witch because she has no sense of urgency. She's got all the time in the world, apparently. She shears the sheep... She gives the goat a new tether, she cleans out the kiln, she milks the cow, and she somehow magically turns the mill. After doing so many favors, Calivora is tired and decides to take a nap in the mill. She's earned it this time. She completely glosses over the two statues that look exactly like her two missing sisters, which she never saw again, and passes out on the hay. When the kayak comes home to find that her gold is missing yet again, she sets out after the girl and decides maybe she should spring for a safe or something. She goes to each of the animals, and the kiln in turn, and asks where the girl ran off to. They refuse to tell her anything, but it doesn't matter, because there's only one way for the girl to go. She doesn't really need directions. Eventually, she gets to the mill, totally of her own accord, because there's only one fucking road, and is like, I've been here before, I wonder if anyone is napping inside. She asks the mill if it saw a young woman run by, but the mill insists that it hasn't seen anyone. The witch decides to check the mill anyway, and the mill decides to grind the witch up in, her gear, in its gears, thus ending the kayak. Then the mill wakes up Kalivora and tells her to grab the kayak's staff. She tells her to touch it to the two statues and save her sisters, returning them to flesh. The sisters turn back to normal as the staff touches them. Then the mill tells her to touch the staff to the bag of gold and it will never run empty. Finally, the mill tells her to burn the staff so that no one else can use its evil again. It must be nice to have an omniscient building on your side. This mill has seen some shit in its day. The three sisters, now reunited with their family's gold, return home to the mother to be super rich because they now have infinite gold. That's it for the episode. Like and follow along if you enjoyed it. My, my, my website is up now, Uh I also have a Twitter, at MythOTD, where I tweet dumb things about mythological creatures.